everyone. Welcome back. This is Bob's Tavern Cast, the show all about Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Live from Bob's Tavern, I am your bartender, Jay. And I'm your bartender, Don. And that is our bar cat, uh, peanut butter, asking <laughs> for food. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll get your food. Hold on. <laughs> all right. The bartender cat's been fed. So now let's pour a drink and jump in. Uh, Don, how are you doing this week? Doing pretty well. Uh, in terms of like my tournaments and stuff, I feel like a lot of what I was doing, uh, all my weekly matches, they all kind of ended at once. So this last week I had a lot more free time, uh, which was great because then that meant more battlegrounds. Uh, I get to play in Alex Strauza, but... I played Murlocs and uh, never found Gentle Megasaur. <laughs> um, so that was fun. I had uh, Holy Mackerel, but I didn't have Divine Shields. So <laughs> so what you're saying is you didn't Yellow Straza. No. I mean, I kind of tried, but like, yeah, I wasn't. I ended up getting a, a golden... Mm, Wow, now I can't remember the name. It's just like streaming. The one that uh, doubles the attack when it attacks. Um, oh, I know I know what you're talking about, and I also yeah. cannot think of the name. <laughs> but I got a golden one of those, so it actually tripled the attack. That was cool. Yeah, for some reason, my brain right now is like not... I played Battlegrounds all week, and my brain's like, no. Nah, you're not going to think of names. That would be Glyph Guardian. All right. Very, very memorable name. <laughs> said I no think one. that's one I yeah, that's one I just know from the picture. <laughs> I just yeah. know from the arts. I'm like, I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> I think uh, I think there was a stream that you had done. It's probably maybe it had been like a year ago, where we were talking about how some of the artwork is very um ambiguous and, and kind of hard to actually see what's happening um glyph guardian definitely goes in in that category it's like the blue dragony blob um <laughs> i can't i i think i see a dragon's head but that could also be a dragon tail um it could also be a scorpion like i don't know it just looks really <laughs> weird it's a big blue blob I know that when I pick the big blue blob, it it does some attack doubling slash tripling. That's all you need to know, really. Exactly. But, uh, but that's it. How about how about your week? I hope your week was more exciting than mine because mine doesn't sound exciting. My week has been exhausting yet fun. Um, we did some chill streams this week, so it was very interesting playing the game while streaming and not having to worry about uh, doing exercises or uh, having to be forced into playing certain minions and um, having to manage, you know, uh, song requests and things like that. So, uh, and if you're interested in any of those things, you should check out my normal stream, twitch.tv slash KJY Miller. But yeah, it was, it was very refreshing. I've, 
I've been jumping up and down around the 4K area. I got up to 5K and then dipped back below it, and now I'm back up near it. Uh, I think I'm at like four nine something, but it it definitely has been a in in as all of the terrible commercials would say in these trying times. Um, my relaxing streams have been very helpful, at least to me. And actually, from those streams, we have uh, some of the topics for our next uh, few weeks. Um, I asked the stream to ask questions uh, regarding Battlegrounds. And if you have any questions regarding Battlegrounds, you can just tweet at the uh, Bob's Tavern HS Twitter account with your question, and we'll try to answer it on air. But I have the first question for this week in a new segment that we're going to call Ask the Bartenders. Who knows what secrets will uncover? The question that I have comes from the one, the only, Stillowner. Uh, thank you, Stillowner, for the question. It is, were we okay with the decision to remove Nightmare Amalgam? And furthermore, do we feel like Blizzard responded to the Nightmare Amalgam debacle, or I guess situation, we won't call it a debacle, the situation fast enough? And lastly, do we think that overall the response to buffing slash nerfing minions in Battlegrounds has been at a good pace? So I guess the first question is, what what were your thoughts about uh, Nightmare Amalgam disappearing? And for those that really want to hear the in-depth answer, we do have an episode where we uh, we talked pretty much in-depth about that. But just a quick recap of that. Uh, so my initial thought when I read that that was going to be going away was, what? No, like my Amalgam. How am I going to do like build up one big thing or two big things? And then I realized, yeah, that's probably a good call. Probably better in the long run for the the game itself and the health of the game. Um, and it, it took some adjusting to get used to like playing different strategies and not just buff the amalgam, taunt the amalgam, divine shield the amalgam. Like, <laughs> so uh, in the long run, though, I think it was was for the best. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. I was one that I don't know during the Nightmare Amalgam days. I I never felt lucky enough to get an amalgam quick enough. So I would I would have to say that I have no. Um, I don't miss it. <laughs> you know, it, I I was when it was gone. I was happy. Um, and I guess yeah, that is the follow up question. I was like, now that it's been gone for some time do you do you still think that that was like the best call and and like you said yeah probably um yeah i I think that with amalgam in play you couldn't have space for dragons you couldn't have space for um the changes to murlocs that came in and you definitely wouldn't have space for anything in the future that they would want to bring in so uh, i think yeah they had to clear the obstruction and in this case, Nightmare Amalgam was that obstruction. 
so the the next question in that was um do you feel like blizzard does a great job with seeing the problem and removing the problem yeah i i think they do overall uh they have a lot more data to look at and they're looking at the whole is the whole spectrum you know from the low end all the way to the the highest end players and you know especially in the world of like twitch uh we tend to really only kind of see what's going on with the highest skilled players because that's generally who the community tends to watch but you know people who are usually at 4k or less than 4k even you know or around 5k a lot of those players don't stream you don't get to see what what they're picking what's going on uh, at all those different levels so i think they're doing a, a good job and i think that uh overall the big concerns that i've seen in the community have been addressed even if it's just slight slight changes to a hero you know they've done quite a bit of that and yeah i, I think they're doing a good job yeah, I I tend to agree that we often are looking at it from the perspective of which we're in. Um and I, I think that's one of the reasons why I like that we aren't uh, you know playing in like the top 200 meta only in that you know the difference in MMR between the two of us is is vast but it also gives us the ability to bring on people who are at other spaces in the meta as well to get their opinion on things. So it's it's nice to be able to to have a more overall viewpoint of what the game looks like through uh, just our two differences of competition, but also the competition that our guests face. But ultimately, when you think about Blizzard, they have all the data. And what we often think is best for wherever we're at comes at the cost of another uh, area in the game itself. And a good example of that, uh, I guess a shout out to our good friend Ro uh, for having us on um, his episode, his latest episode of Realm Maintenance. And I need to check and see if that has gone out yet. Um, if it hasn't, then surprise, uh, we will be on the next episode of Realm Maintenance. Be sure to go check that out. There will be a link in the show notes. But, you know, that was one of the things that we we talked about was, you know, it's it's good to see Blizzard responding in a way that doesn't affect just a single group. And it's not just the vocal majority or the vocal minority. It's not just the people yelling on Reddit. It is giving us the data across the board, telling us, hey, if you're in, you know, 75K or, you know, 7,500 or higher, you're in like the top 1%. You know, the majority of the people that are playing this game are playing down in this meta. And what we're seeing is, heroes like Jaraxxus, Nefarian, like some of these other heroes that might be considered lower tier are the ones that get consistently picked more often at the lower MMR. So it's important that 
we focus on not just making like getting rid of a hero that a lot of people play or getting rid of a minion that, you know, we can jokingly say, oh, yeah, I didn't even know that was in Battlegrounds. Like, hashtag rip direwolf alpha, hashtag you will be missed. <laughs> but at the same time, like, if if people at a different MMR were like, no, direwolf alpha is like the best card in the game, well, then obviously you can't remove it. You know, what they did was they looked overall and had to make that decision. And I, I think that that, you know, poses the next question. Do you think that the pace of is like fine because i mean like the response like oh hey here's a problem that's good but do you think that they're taking either enough time or are they taking too long to make these changes happen so here's my thinking on that initially and i would say okay so we've had battlegrounds now for what a good six months a little over six months the first probably two or three months Uh, I would say that they were really kind of making changes very quickly, you know, every other week, sometimes several weeks in a row, once a week, uh, there were a lot of changes happening, but also during that time, that is when Battlegrounds was the most popular, the most amount of people played it. They had the most amount of data. And since then, and honestly, even since I would say, what, February, no, April, maybe yeah, probably April, since since the latest expansion came out. So the last, like, two months, uh, there's been a lot less people playing Battlegrounds and more people going back to Standard and that kind of stuff. Plus, I mean, also, we've had the, the COVID stuff on top of that, which has kind of thrown a wrench in a lot of gaming things in general, also on, you know, the development end. Uh, so... I I feel like their pacing has slowed down due to kind of all of those factors combined. And I think it's fine because I think they're also wanting to make sure that they don't just, you know, make changes when realistically, maybe not as many people are playing, you know, and it, it might feel bad to kind of jump on decisions or do changes too quickly if they don't feel like they have enough people playing to get accurate data. Yeah, and and it's hard to say. I mean, Blizzard last year gave us this gigantic roadmap at at BlizzCon, and and you know it sucks that we're not going to have a BlizzCon this year, but um, I, I do hope that they still have you know a good announcement. And or sorry, it wasn't even at BlizzCon when they announced it. It was the uh, New Year patch when they or the yeah. New Year announcement that they they gave us this big roadmap, and it was almost a week or two after that, that you really start seeing an impact of COVID-19 for, you know, everything. And you would think that, oh, well, you know, they're developers and things like that. They don't, you know, they're able to program wherever. And it's like, no, I mean, the story of Battlegrounds is one that was, that was amazing. Like people were talking about, like you had Blizzard, like developers, you had Activision developers that weren't even like a part of the design of the game that were playing Battlegrounds like before it was a thing. And like people were just hooked on it. And, you know, all of that feedback that comes in from from inside of the company, those developers, you know, Team 5 doesn't have access to that anymore. You know, it's just what you look at online, which is very, very polarizing. Um, And then also... 
you have just the raw analytical data. So you could think, you know, from the time that you release this roadmap, like, yeah, we're going to have a bunch of people inside the team playing. We're going to have people around us playing, giving us feedback, giving us those feels and really wanting to uh, help in making the game uh, as good as it could possibly be. But now everyone is working from their home office where they're cut off from that that just social interaction where someone might go, oh man, you know, I've always run into this issue where, you know, it feels bad to play a spawn and a Zoth, you know, when there's not very much on the board to be developed or something like that, you know, not even saying that that's a problem. But when you take that away, it completely shifts the mindset of the game developers and the people that are making those changes. So then you start looking at what are the things that we can do that will continue to keep the game fresh without being able to get as much personal feedback? And that's where you start saying, okay, what are some of the heroes that don't get played that often? What are some of the heroes that are, or what are some of the minions that aren't selected as much? Like, how do we look at that data from an analytical standpoint instead of a feeling standpoint? Because I think that if you look at it, you know, we were talking specifically about Nightmare Amalgam. Nightmare Amalgam got played a lot. Like, so you would think like, oh, there's no reason to take Nightmare Amalgam out of the game. But I'm sure it was someone saying, hey, you know, I was playing this. This is pretty strong. Or, you know, maybe they had a patch out where they were like, okay, it was an internal patch. They had it at a higher level and they were like, yeah, it doesn't feel good at a higher level or it's still too strong. Or maybe they lowered it, you know whatever it is they tried to do, they had feedback directly to, to respond to it. And now they don't have that. So I think that they're going to have to be slower. They're going to have to test things. They're going to have to, in my opinion, bring more people into that testing space somehow, whether it's you're, you're reaching out to players of the game that, you know, you feel like you can talk to or trust, you know, that's something that they've done before where they bring in people and talk about what's coming up. Uh, I could see something like that happening. I could see, you know, there's been complaints about, you know, should there, or there's, there's been questioning about, should there be a PTR for uh, Hearthstone? And I mean, that's, that's always a tough call. Um, but ultimately they're going to have to figure out a way to still get that help. If we want changes made at the same pace because without the direct feedback and before people jump and say yeah but we're yelling on twitter and yeah we're yelling on reddit and all this stuff and we're telling them what's wrong it's like yes you and about fifteen thousand other people are yelling at them at least once a day about making changes and they have to filter through that whereas if you were talking with the people that have the same mindset that help develop the same games as you you can it's much easier to get feedback solicited from them instead of through, you know, unvetted masses that are just constantly yelling even after they make the changes that you've requested. So uh, I know that, but I, I think if they want to make changes at the pace that we would like to see it, that we saw in like October, November, December timeframe, I think they are going to have to do something about getting the game, getting like modifications to the game 
into the hands of more people, more people that they trust, more people that they can rely on to give them good critical feedback. And I don't see any other way of doing that than something like a PTR. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like the, that PTR discussion has has definitely been a thing for a long time. Uh, honestly, I think they're kind of doing that in a way with the new battle pass. Or to <laughs> why do I keep calling it? Whatever. The, the, <laughs> yes, I keep calling it battle pass. Still, <laughs> every time uh, the the tavern pass perks do actually say if you click on the perks and stuff it it does say on there that you would get like early access to new heroes and things like that so i think they're kind of already trying to implement that a little bit and encouraging people like you know hey if you get this tavern pass then in a way you'll be able to test these heroes and do this stuff kind of before other people will uh you know so that is one one way to also reach out and realistically probably the people that are going to spend the money on it are people that are probably going to play it more often anyways so hopefully they can give you a little bit better idea than just people who maybe like played one you know one battleground and they were like oh this is overpowered you know yeah Yeah, you know kind of like what you said like they have to shift you know through all of the feedback and and find, you know, the actual criticisms and see, you know, okay, well, where are these, these thoughts and feelings and criticisms coming from and try to figure out kind of the core reasons behind why people are saying what they're saying instead of just, you know, oh, this is overpowered. It should be nerfed. Like, okay, well, that's not helpful. You know, why, why do you think it's overpowered? Where is this coming from? You know, and then they can kind of look into, to stats and different things and look at, other feedback from other people and compare it and see, you know, if there is an underlying problem. Yeah. And I mean, again, we're, we're just people with, with thoughts. <laughs> like we don't, we don't necessarily have the solutions and, you know, in our pockets. And um, even if we did, we don't really have a way of, of taking it to blizzard and, and like leaving it on their doorstep. So um I'd really like to know what the community thinks on this. If you have um, any thoughts on um, whether or not you miss Nightmare Amalgam or not, or if you think that uh, Blizzard needs to speed up their buffs and nerfs to minions or heroes, or if you think that they maybe need to slow it down a little, uh, you can let us know. Once again, you can do that on Twitter um, at Bob's Tavern HS. Or, of course, you can reach out and uh, express your feelings in our Discord. And, of course, there will be a link to both of those in the show notes. But I think that's going to do it for our first um, Ask the Bartenders section. And that's really just going to do it for the show for this week. Uh, it's it's a little slow right now. Um, the only news that we got out of Blizzard was the cancellation of BlizzCon. Uh, so there has it hasn't really been anything new in the last couple of weeks, which means that there will probably be a patch uh, sometime soon. But until then, we're going to keep asking questions that neither one of us have the perfect answer to. And we want you to keep bringing them to us. But uh, Don, you got anything else? Uh, not really. Um, I guess I can 
hopefully if everyone's listening to this beforehand, uh, do have coming up on Monday, June 1st, uh, I'll be doing a two year stream anniversary celebration. So I've been streaming for two years now consistently. So celebrating that two years, um, I'll be playing both some Hearthstone and some Kaza. And hopefully if anybody is interested in trying a cause of voices of the dusk, it is another, uh, online card game that's being developed from a great team down in Chile. Uh, and I actually have some really cool, like bundle codes to give away to some new players during that stream. So huge shout out to the, uh, Nibla games team and everybody working on the cause there. They actually, it's about six developers they have working on that game. And it, it's amazing what they've been able to do with only six people working on that game. So I'm so excited what you're saying that. is they're a, they're a team six. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but the, they're doing a, a really awesome job. And, you know, I've been very lucky to have connected with them. And, you know, like I said, they, they gave me some codes for some kind of bundles. So it includes several packs and some like in-game currency per code. So I have like four of those to give to some new players. So hopefully I'll see some, some new faces in the stream and, yeah, celebrate two years of streaming. That is so awesome. And I am I am just amazed. Like it <laughs> it it feels like it hasn't been that long. And then I, I think the other day you brought up that like even even I've been streaming for like three months now and I'm just like, wait, what? Like that's that's insane. Um yeah. but yeah, again, go support uh don on twitch and what's the what's the url for that uh twitch.tv slash dragon rider dk and of course you can catch me streaming um i don't remember if i announced it or not but we're actually streaming tuesdays wednesdays and fridays now uh no longer on mondays uh but also shout out once again to row for having us on realm maintenance i did check uh at the time we're recording this the episode hasn't gone out yet but uh we are going to be on the may episode so you can expect that out in the next couple of days um since the month is almost over but that's going to do it for this week again if you have any thoughts questions concerns or anything that you want to bring to the tavern you can do so on Twitter at Bob's Tavern HS. Of course, we have to thank those that help us put the show on every single week. Um, our patrons over at Patreon. Uh, if you want to learn more about that or check out any of the other episodes that you might have missed, then head over to Bob's Tavern.pub. And yeah, I, I think that's going to do it, everyone. Uh, am I missing anything? No, just again, thank you to Ro for having us on. It was a really fun little interview that we got to do. So I'm excited to hear what other people think of it. Me too. So that's going to do it for this week, everybody. Uh, yeah, put your drinks away because uh, the tavern's closed. Get out. back to Cena. Now, nobody this time. Please leave your weapons outside, Hawkeye. You know the rules. Welcome, Krasiki. Your dot corner is ready for booty.
have a little chat about your dad. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads? You are a diamond in the rough, Always a pleasure.